Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is going to be episode uh, 195 of The Informed Catholic, one, episode 195. Now we are in the fourth week of Advent, the fourth Sunday of Advent. So if you like what I do and you think I'm doing a good job, please subscribe and share. Let's start with the entrance antiphon, which is from Isaiah 45, verse 8. Drop down dew from above, you heavens, and let the clouds rain down the just one. Let the earth be opened up, be opened and bring forth a savior. Drop down dew from above, you heavens, and let the clouds rain down the just one. Let the earth be opened and bring forth a savior. One more time. Drop down dew from above you heavens and let the clouds rain down the just one. Let the earth be opened and bring forth a savior. Isaiah chapter 45 verse 8. And the prayer. Pour forth we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts that we to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, made by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Kyrie Elysion, Kyrie Elysion, Kyrie Elysion, Christe Elysion, Christe Elysion, Christe Elysion, Kyrie Elysion, Kyrie Elysion, Kyrie Elysion. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray with me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. The reading is um, from the book of the prophet Micah. From you shall come forth the ruler of Israel. Chapter 5, verse 1 to 4. Reading from the book of the prophet Micah. Thus says the Lord, You, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, too small to be among the clans of Judah. From you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from of old from ancient times. Therefore the Lord will give them up until the time when she who is to give birth has born, and the rest of his kindred shall return. 
to the children of Israel. He shall stand firm and shepherd his flock by the strength of the Lord, in the majestic name of the Lord his God, and they shall remain, for now his greatness shall reach to the ends of the earth. He shall be peace. One more time. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah, chapter 5, verse 1 to 4. From you shall come forth the ruler of Israel. Thus says the Lord, You, Bethlehem, Ephrata, too small to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient times. Therefore the Lord will give them up until the time when she who is to give birth has born, and the rest of his kindred shall return to the children of Israel. He shall stand firm and shepherd his flock by the strength of the Lord, in the majestic name of the Lord his God, and they shall remain for now his greatness shall reach to the ends of the earth. He shall be peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 80. And the response is, The Lord make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. Lord make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. O shepherd of Israel, hearken. From your throne upon the cherubim shine forth. Rouse your power and come to save us. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Lord, let us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Once again, O Lord of hosts, Look down from heaven and see. Take care of this vine and protect what your right hand has planted, the Son of Man whom you yourself made strong. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Lord, let us, Lord, make us turn to you and let us see your face and we shall be saved. May your help be with the man of your right hand, with the Son of Man whom you yourself made strong. Then we will no more withdraw from you. Give us new life, and we will call upon your name. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. Okay, let's read it one more time, this particular psalm, Psalm 80. Lord, let, Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. O shepherd of Israel, hearken. From your throne upon the cherubim shine forth. Rouse your power and come to save us. 
Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Once again, O Lord of hosts, look down from heaven and see. Take care of the vine and protect what your right hand has planted, the Son of Man whom you yourself made strong. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. May your help be with the man of your right hand, with the Son of Man whom you yourself made strong. Then we will no more withdraw from you. Give us new life and we will call upon your name. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Now our second reading, our second Sunday reading is from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 5 to 10. Behold, I come to do your will. And uh, traditionally, it was always believed that St. Paul wrote the letter to the Hebrews. Modern, modern scholars have a different conclusion, but that doesn't matter. So anyway, a reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Behold, I come to do your will. When Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. In holocaust and sin offering you took no delight. Then I said, As it is written of me in the scroll, Behold, I come to do your will, O God. First, he says, sacrifice and offerings, holocausts and sin offerings, you neither desired nor delighted in. These are offered according to the law. Then he says, behold, I come to do your will. He takes away the first to, to establish the second. By this will, we have been consecrated through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's read it one more time. Reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 5 to 10. Behold, I come to do your will. When Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offerings you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. In holocaust and sin offering, you took no delight. Then I said, as it is written of me in the scroll, behold, I come to do your will, O God. First he said, sacrifice and offering, holocausts and sin offerings you neither desired nor delighted in these are offered according to the law then he says behold i come to do your will he takes away the first to establish the second by this will we have been consecrated through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia Antiphon is from Luke chapter 1 verse 38. Alleluia, alleluia. 
Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Alleluia, alleluia. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Alleluia, alleluia. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Alleluia, alleluia. Okay, and uh, the reading is from Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 1, verse 39 to 45. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. And Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. How does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at that, for at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord should be fulfilled. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One more time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 1, verse 39 to 45. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? And Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. The Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. These readings are probably the most famous readings um, among all Christian denominations. Uh, Micah's uh, reading about the you, O Bethlehem, are not, are not the least or the smallest. There's a more classical way of you can you could have framed these words. Um, and it it's very famous throughout millenniums uh, that the shepherd who comes from the days of eternity, from the ancient of days, who will shepherd my people Israel. And it's very beautiful. And it's, you know, it gives you the, the eternal presence of the Trinity. The fact that Jesus is this is this eternal shepherd from the day from the days of eternity, the Son of Man, 
uh, the Psalm, Psalm 80, makes it quite clear. Again, the Son of Man who keeps appearing in in the Ancient of Days, who will approach the Ancient of Days, the coming, the the days that will come to an end. The the latter days of time. And then of course, Hebrews, the Hebrews, the letter of the Hebrews, it's worth reading because um, Paul, traditionally was supposed to believe to be Paul wrote it. And it definitely has a lot of uh, Paul's usual uh, themes of uh, on the law and everything. That the, Christ Jesus came and he speaks here in a um, he speaks to him as the eternal high priest who comes who came into time as he was coming into time he is willing to offer himself as the the true sacrifice putting aside the mere mortal imperfect sacrifice of animals and bullocks and replacing it with a new covenant, with, you know, offering himself as the one who can wipe away sin, crush this, this, this spiritual disease called sin that makes us do horrible things that makes us spiritually weak and prevents us from having a true relationship with God because that's what sin does. Sin affects us in every way. Our actions, our thoughts, our behaviors. You know, um, it affects us in, you know, intellectually. It impairs our mind. It impairs our thoughts. It impairs our actions. It, it, it affects our ego and vanity. Sin does that. Sin is a spiritual disease. And, it, and, it, and regardless what, at what, no matter how smart you are, you cannot escape it. No matter how stupid you are, you cannot escape it. It makes everyone behave stupid. It, and, and some, by nature... Are more susceptible than others. Uh, you know, others it, it affects. It makes even things worse, from the 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 predator making one into a predator, and it affects even even though it affects the mind of the predator, it affects the mind of the victim. Sin is something no one can escape. No one, no one can escape. We need a savior. We need somebody who can make it possible for us. Okay, who can make it possible for us to reach God, to have a relationship with God. And that's what we need. We need, we need, we need a savior. In comes Jesus Christ. In comes the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Here comes our eternal high priest. The one who really can do it. The only one who can do it. 
It doesn't matter. When, when Mary visited Elizabeth, the scene with the Blessed Mother visiting Elizabeth, this 15-year-old Jewish girl going up to meet her cousin who miraculously, in her old age, her and her husband in there, two old people, uh, you know, as I said in the, the show, The Chosen, uh, who got pregnant, who, who wound up conceiving a child in their old age, a call back to Abraham and his wife, Sarah. Um, Mary visiting her cousin Elizabeth was a foreshadow of all Marian apparitions. Mary visiting Elizabeth is a call back, a, a call, a future prophecy for all Marian apparitions. How is it that the mother of my Lord should come to me? This, the words, how is it that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. The other half of the Marian prayer, of the rosary prayer. So, with Protestants, they never really pay attention to the scene. They don't like to pay attention to the scene. They don't know because their, their theology, their theology and the way they approach the Bible is very individualistic. They want to believe that they have an approach to pure religion where they accuse Catholics and Orthodox and others as man-made religion. <laughs> well, guess what? Good luck with that because God used holy men to put together his religion, to put together a church, to put together a temple. He used human beings to communicate the Bible. So their approach, unfortunately, is, 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 un, is unfortunate. But Mary, they, they struggle with. They really do. They struggle with because this is not something that they, that many modern Protestants, it just didn't sprout with them. But in actuality, if you look back at Martin, Luther, Martin Luther's writings, you'll be surprised. He gives credit to the Catholic Church for the Bible. He gives and, and he makes and he gives a lot of praise to Mary, the mother of the Lord, which are very Catholic. And a lot of Protestants don't like to pay attention to that. But let's face it. Let's go back to the text here. Mary goes out to see Elizabeth. And Elizabeth greets her with reverence. An older woman, an older Bedouin woman, I mean, she's not Bedouin, I'm sorry. She is a, an older woman, a, Jew, a Jewish woman in ancient Palestine, greets a 15-year-old little girl and bows to her. The words, the mother of my Lord, you picture her kneeling. Kneeling to Mary like a queen. Mary greeting her like a queen. And this was all under the influence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. 
and the Holy Spirit guided her to reverence and acknowledge Mary as the mother of her Lord. What would a mother of her Lord, what would be another title for the mother of the Lord? Queen, queen, lady, queen. Okay? So the Holy Spirit guided Elizabeth's heart and mind to spiritually look at Mary and acknowledge Mary as the mother of her Lord. And what is the title, one of the titles for Jesus? King of kings and Lord of lords. So a king needs a queen. And the, and the mother of the king is given title queen mother. If he's the king of heaven, right? If he's the king of heaven, then she's the queen of heaven. So right there, you just simply connect the dots. Just because it doesn't say it, doesn't mean it's not there. Right? That's the whole point here. Right there, we just did it. If a Protestant would just simply sit down and think this through, follow the dots, follow the crumbs, the bread, the breadcrumbs, you get to the answer you, you're trying to avoid. It's not, it's no one is worshiping Mary. But even though you go to the ancient, you go to the courts, even in the United States in 19th century, right? The accused praise the court for fairness. I pray to the king for fairness. The word is asking. Prayer, praying is asking. All right? That's all you got to do. You just have to simply learn to, to understand these words. I mean, if you go to ancient Israel, you, you're going you're gonna to find cultural things that you as a Protestant are just not going to like. But Jesus and, and Jesus and his mother and Joseph and the apostles naturally followed. Okay, the queen, the queen is not always necessarily the wife. It's the mother. The king's mother is, is the one who's first queen. It is until the queen mother passes away, then the wife of the king naturally assumes her, her proper place. It's, you know, it's sad, but this is this is the kind of uh, situation we live in, and I think because it's very individualistic with Protestantism, but I think slowly that's starting to change. It it is really starting to change very slowly. You know, it's, you know, maybe not as fast, but it's going to happen. All right, let's, um, let's move on to our closing prayer. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light. True God from true God, begotten, not made, constantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven 
and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in one, in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.